from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash DT Starting a few minutes behind today because of that wonderful blackout, not black, whatever the heck Rectrum is going through. And I say Rectrum as a, as a nice way of not having to say it, but to say it. My internet is working right now, but TV wasn't working. They said that in, in the central New York area, there was a bunch of outages. So if you're going through that right now or you have gone through that, I hope that it all gets better because it's kind of ridiculous and kind of inappropriate and just kind of wrong. So so hopefully it's working for you now and hopefully we're working for you now. So that's the that's the beauty of this stuff. And here's the thing, retroactive, I don't want to pay for this. I don't want to pay for the fact that I tr- we tried to do a live show yesterday, uh, Bunch and I, for Super Powered Pop with DT and EB, and it wouldn't go through. And we couldn't get that rolling. And then uh, having some issues last night and then this morning, trying to make sure everything was okay. And thanks be to God, it was. So whatever's going on, I hope that you don't have to deal with it. And hopefully you don't have any rolling blackouts or outages or anything going on right now. We have uh, we've gotten better over here. Things seem to be working in my neck of the woods and in my studio. So, you know, as long as the studio is good, then we're good to go. Here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt, Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. It is my always pleasure and privilege and honor and, and all of the good stuff to be bringing you the show Monday through Friday, as well as special engagement opportunities that we do live on site shows the wildcat sports pub once a month with west genesee with the west genesee wildcats live once a month at cicero for with the cns north stars at chick-fil-a cicero as well as everything that is to come we are the last thursday of every month at the wildcat sports pub for cny game show night and then we are also going to be for the first time ever starting today tuesday november 13th and carrying all the way through every Tuesday at 7 p.m., we will be hosting trivia on-site on location at the Press Room Pub on 220 Herald Place in Historic Herald Square in Syracuse, New York. So, tonight, come out and play some trivia. Listen, it's cold outside. It snowed last night. So, warm up with us. Get yourself something to eat. Fully stocked bar and some awesome trivia that's free to play that will be giving something away every single week. So make sure you come out to Trivia tonight and usher in a new beginning of Wake Up Call Live Trivia. We ask questions about everything from sports to geography to history to pop culture, TV, movies, comic books, you name it, we'll try it, and uh, and we throw it out there. So make sure you come out for some live trivia today, Tuesday, November 13th at 7 p.m. and every Tuesday at 7 at the Press Room Pub, which is located on 220 Herald Place in Syracuse. In the first hour of today's show, we are going to be discussing the NFL, the many storylines of the NFL, and different things that have gone on. We will also 
have on the show. We just found out this morning. So another benefit to being live with us is that you find out the information before everybody else does. So at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time today, we'll take a little break from NFL Talk to have Cameron Dobbs on the show. Cameron Dobbs will be joining us from the 3-0 Syracuse Stallions, and he'll be on in just a little bit here in about 15 minutes or so. Then in the second hour of the show, you'll hear my Q&A with Syracuse Orange football head coach Dino Babers and his thoughts, what he gave to me after uh, coming off that final game for the seniors inside of the Carrier Dome. So you'll hear what Jim, what Jim, you'll hear what Dino Babers has to say. I got basketball on my mind too. You'll hear what Dino Babers has to say about the seniors of this year's team in just a little bit, around 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Followed by my Q and A with Eric Dungey and Kylan Whitner, two seniors who were on the field playing in their final home game at the Carrier Dome this past weekend when they faced off against uh, this past Friday night I should say when they faced off against Louisville and got the victory 54 to 23 so you'll hear from them we'll talk about the game and then you'll hear my extensive conversation with also another senior redshirt senior Antoine Cordy who originally had made the decision when Schaefer was fired to leave the program then turned around and said I'm going to change my mind I'm going to stay and give the coaches a chance ultimately did that and has found success at Syracuse. So you will hear from all of them coming up here in just a little bit in the second hour of the show, and we'll talk Syracuse football as well, which will lead us right into the ingredients to success. Proudly brought to you by Utica Pete's Company, and it's a Utica thing. Utica Pete's Company located on 628 South Main Street in North Syracuse, New York, and you can go to them for dine-in, at that location, you can call 315-214-3060 for carryout, delivery, and catering. That's 315-214-3060. So make sure that you do that as well. And it's a Utica thing you could find in your stores all throughout Central and Upstate New York and the state of New York as a whole. You can find it at Spira's, Nichols, Price Chopper, Stewart Shops, Beacon Skiff, and so on and so forth. So make sure that you make your way over to your local store to get your It's a Utica Thing Riggy sauces as well as their famous tomato pie and their marinade sauce. The marinara, where people say marinara. No, marinade. So that's how we do it. And I like the fact that the Russo, the DiGristina, and the Tortora families all say it the same way. So cut from the same cloth, and I appreciate them very much. So that will round out today's show as I'll get hungry <laughs> at the end of today's show and, and have to run over to Utica Pete's company, I'm sure. So with all that being said, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you to Rectrum for getting my internet to work right now. Hopefully this is a, this is a we're, we're fixed, we're good, we're ready to go, and this isn't a temporary. But God is great, God is good. The internet has not worked since last night at like 9 or 10 o'clock, and here it is working this morning for the show. So God is great. Welcome to the broadcast, and let's get started. Let's get hopping in the NFL and what's going on around the league. If you have a question, a thought, and you're listening into the show and you're not a member, you got to become a member to be in the live chat room. All you have to do is go to mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt, click follow, and that'll give you a couple easy steps for a totally free connection to the show. You'll also get emailed every single time the show goes live, so you'll never miss a live broadcast again. So my suggestion is, is that you jump on that and jump on that now so that you can connect with us, connect with the show, and 
be a bigger part of the show than you've been before. So we appreciate it, and I thank you so much. Let's get into the Bills talk. Upstate New York. It snowed today, so it only makes sense to talk about the Bills to start off the show. The Buffalo Bills, well, they have had themselves a season, right? They've had themselves, uh, you know, now they won recently. They did get a victory, but the Bills have been the Bills, and Bills fans know all about what I'm saying by what I'm not saying. So they have had an interesting go at it. They have had a lot of tumultuous times. They drafted Josh Allen, their future at quarterback, which I don't disagree with by any stretch of the imagination. I just look at the fact that because, and again, I had mentioned this earlier on in this in the season, they were giving up three and a half sacks in six games, three and a half sacks a game. You don't put a rookie quarterback out there that's supposed to be the future of your franchise and let him get knocked down and sacked three and a half, four times a game, three times a game, and think he's going to be okay. Well, he's been out for a while, and the Buffalo Bills have just recently waived Nathan Peterman. And there's a very creepy smile from Matt Barkley in this video of the waving of Nathan Peterman. It's very strange. I don't like it. <laughs> it's making me uncomfortable. Peterman, 24 years old. He was in eight games in his two seasons in Buffalo. Came onto the team last year coming out of Pittsburgh. He made four starts on 130 career regular season pass attempts. He threw three touchdowns and 12 interceptions. And he came in for an injured Tyrod Taylor or Tyrod Taylor or whatever the heck he wants it to be today. Taylor. For T. Taylor, he came out because it's Tyrod. We've said Tyrod forever. And then he said it was like Tyrod or Tyrod. And people still call him Tyrod. So, Tyrod, I'm, I'm not sure what it is, my good sir. And I respect you. I'm going to go with Tyrod. But Tyrod Taylor came out of the game. I was at the game in Jacksonville. Covered Jacksonville all the way to the AFC Championship game. Probably, potentially, would have been in the Super Bowl if not for the Patriots. So, I'm not upset. I'm not angry. I'm upset. I'm mad. I'm okay. I'm not okay. But, <laughs> so, it's a Super Bowl. See, but here's the thing, and here's my theory. God didn't want me to go to the Super Bowl in Minnesota because it was cold. And a lot of the Super Bowls, the majority of the Super Bowls, are in warm weather climates, and it's like a vacation. So God was like, mm, don't go to Minnesota. When Jacksonville makes it and it's in, you know, Texas or Florida or whatever, like that'll be better for you because the weather's better. You can enjoy it more. And I was like, good call. That's how I'm going to look at it. I'm not going to look at it any other way. I'm going to look at it like that. Like my first Super Bowl is going to be in Minnesota. Really? Minnesota? Not that I don't like Minnesota and not that I haven't appreciated being in Minneapolis and getting to see some things, but it's really cold in Minnesota in February. So, you know, Minnesota, as opposed to Jacksonville or Houston or wherever else they would feel the need to have it, New Orleans. Oh, my God, if they had a Super Bowl in New I love New Orleans. My dad's in New Orleans right now. He's like, I have to go down there for work. I, I, have, I, have, uh, I have a seminar. I was like, for a week in New Orleans? I have a seminar. It's, uh, it's about the things that I was like, well, it's nice, Dad. I would love to have a seminar down in Florida right now. Can you make that happen for me? Because I would very much appreciate a seminar down in, or not in Florida, in New Orleans right now. I would love it. So I told him where to go. I told him what to get to eat. Hopefully he listened to me because I've been down in New Orleans. And I actually did Katrina relief in New Orleans eight months 
after Katrina happened, I did Katrina relief down in uh, down in New Orleans, and we were tasked with going into houses and taking the houses down to studs so that the insurance companies could come in and get a feel for what happened and then assess the situation uh, essentially and then help these people get back on their feet. So we had to salvage anything that we could. Then we had to take everything else out. And uh, it was not, it was tough. It was sad. You know, it was very sad to have to do what we did. But at the same time, doing what we did, you know, ended up paying off dividends for these people. And it definitely warmed my heart, gave me a lot to be thankful for. So, and I've loved the city of New Orleans ever since when I was down there. So, and that's the crazy thing about it is it's been a long time since I've been in New Orleans. So to, to have all that time that I haven't been there and now to, you know, it's, it's been, it's been 12 years since I've been in New Orleans and I still think about it clear as day and I would love to go back down. So dad, I hope you're and it's also where cloak and dagger is. So cloak and dagger, hurricane Katrina relief. We were operation helping hands. So all of that stuff. So, so awesome. Connects me to new Orleans and now my pops is down there, and I really, really hope, because he loves jazz music, so this is a perfect place for him. So, Dad, I hope you're enjoying the jazz. I hope that you're going to the hall that I told you to go to where they play jazz, and you can enjoy it, and it's really homey, and it's really just, it's like something that was made in, like, 1940, but it's still, like, it's, it's like, don't change a thing about it. Just play jazz and have everybody sit on the benches and stuff. The food is good. I told my dad there's red gumbo and there's brown gumbo and you have to choose which one you like. The crawfish is cheap. So everything that like my dad would like is down in New Orleans. So dad, I hope you're enjoying yourself. I hope you're having some fun and maybe just maybe you could like make sure you have another bed in your hotel room and maybe I could sneak down there before the Jacksonville game or after maybe just maybe. (laughs) So I would love to. So with that being uh, said, let's speak about New Orleans. Before we get back to Buffalo, let's talk about the Saints. Now, early on in the season, I was like, mm, I don't know. These Saints, you know, I mean, people win a couple games, and it's like, oh, that's nice, and that's nice, and this is good, and that's good. But in reality, the New Orleans Saints are 8-1. and one. And I said at one point in this season, and that wasn't last week or the week before, it was, you know, within the last few weeks, I was like, I think this Saints team could make it to the Super Bowl. I think that this Saints team is a dangerous team. Now, they defeated the Browns, the Falcons, the Giants, the Redskins, the Ravens, the Vikings, the Rams, and the Bengals. Now, the Bengals could be a playoff team. The Rams are a playoff team. The Vikings could be a playoff team. The Redskins could be a playoff team. The Falcons, well, we'll see. They're not a bad team. Their, lo- their only loss was a shootout with Tampa Bay when Fitzpatrick became Fitzmagic and won the game 48-40 to in New Orleans inside of the Superdome. So New Orleans' rest of their schedule is Eagles, who have, who have faltered, Falcons, up and down, Cowboys, up and down, Bucks, we'll see because Fitzpatrick hasn't been good since Jameis came back, came back and Jameis is awful. Then two games with the Panthers, which will be interesting. And then they have the Steelers two days before Christmas. So this is going to be a good season. 
for the Saints, I believe. It's already turned out to be something like that. But like I said, uh, you know, going through this, I just got the feeling, I got the notion during this season early on, maybe two or three weeks ago, let's say that, and probably a little bit longer. But I got the notion that the Saints could go to the could go back to the Super Bowl. It's the way that Drew Brees is playing. It's his completion percentage, over 70% completion percentage, which is insane. His best completion percentage was at the age of 39 last season. He ended the season 77.2% completion percentage. At the oldest that he's been. Or 72%, pardon me. This year, he's 77.3%. Drew Brees who started his career around 60% completion percentage, got to 70.6% in 2009 10 71.2% in 2011, and then he did this. 68.6% 2013 14 then 69.2%, then 68.3%, 2016-17, 70%. Er, Last season, 72 This season, 77.3%. He has 21 touchdowns to one interception. He is the definition of a fine wine. He has only gotten better with time. If there's a Moscato out in the universe that could be like Drew Brees, sign me up. Because it's the only thing I drink because I'm a child and it tastes like grape juice and I've never been drunk and I have no intent to be drunk. So, Moscato... I hang my hat on that. People are like, yeah, okay, you're 33 years old. You just turned 33. You've never been drunk. And I'm like, no. Uh-uh. I never wanted to be. I had no reason to be. I had no want to be. And it was just something that I could, you know, I like to be in control of my own actions and my life. And I don't want somebody to have to take care. If you're going to take care of me, then, you know, I don't want to be sick, obviously, but if it's like, if I'm sick, right, if I have a cold, you know, stomach ache or something like that, that's one thing, but no. The other world of that, where you're taking care of somebody who's, yeah, no. No, I'm good. I saw it in college, saw it throughout my life from that, and it's not, mm-mm, nope. I always tell people to drink responsibly, and I was also hit by a drunk driver, so my drink responsibly is like, it's like drink responsibly, but then it's like, really though, drink responsibly because been there, done that horrible, horrible feeling, horrible situation. So make sure if you are going to drink that you protect yourself and you protect the strangers around you that have nothing to do with the actions that you took today because it's not their fault. So just be safe out there, folks, please, 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 please be safe out there and be safe on the roads too. Cause it's snowed. And people like to drive faster in the snow. For some odd reason, when there's bad weather outside, people want to get home faster. Oh, my God, I got to get home. I got to get home. And then they end up getting in an accident, and then 40 people don't get home, if at all. So be safe out there. The roads are slick. If it's cold out, you never know what you're going to see. There's snow out there. You might not have your snow tires on, depending on what type of car you have. If you don't have all-wheel drive, which I do because I live in central New York, but if you don't have all-wheel drive, just be just, you know, Remember that, too, that it might not be slippery for me, but it will be for you. Just be safe. I'd rather you go 20 miles an hour for an hour to get home than not get home at all. So please be safe out there and be good to each other. So getting back to my fine wine and Moscato. See, here's my thing. If I want some Moscato, I got to get the Diasti, which means it's bubbling. 
I got to get a Piedmont one because it's the best region to get the grapes in Italy. So it's a Moscato d'Asti Piedmont. That's what I'm getting. But I'll open it on a Monday and I'll have a little glass. And then maybe I have a little glass on Tuesday. And then I won't drink it for like two weeks. So it gets old and then it starts to smell like vinegar and it's not bubbly anymore and it's no good because I'm not going to I'm not going to drink that wine that fast. So with that being said, like a fine wine, it only gets better with time. Hence my can we find a Moscato that would actually get better with time like Drew Brees. Drew Brees has been uncanny. He's been insane. And like I said, you know, this man who has played so many years inside of the NFL, he's in his 19th season and he's looking better than he's ever looked statistically. So big ups to Drew Brees and everything that he's done this year. This Saints team has really, and speaking of my dad being in New Orleans, tying it all together, this Saints team has really, truly given fans a lot to be excited about. Coming into this season, I always think the Saints are going to be something because of Drew Brees. I always think Drew Brees is draftable in fantasy because he's Drew Brees. But like I said, getting a few weeks in and looking at the grand scheme of things and going, okay, this team could end up going to the Super Bowl because they're not just crazy outscoring everybody 40-something or 50-something or 50-something. They're looking good throughout. They have Alvin Kamara. They have Mark Ingram. They obviously have a defense that's been able to make some stops. Drew Brees is, is uncanny. But the issue that they have had, and one of the storylines in the NFL, is is the wide receiver situation. That they've had a bunch of guys go down, a bunch of guys get hurt, which left them with like two guys, with Michael Thomas and Traquan Smith. Traquan's a rookie from shout-out Central Florida. So you lose guys, and then you got to find somebody else. So they bring in Des Bryant. They finally put him on a team that he wants to be on, and he gets hurt. So now they have Brandon Marshall coming in, and Brandon Marshall has done nothing since he was with the Jets, and even then, he had his moments. So, they're kind of just grasping at straws and taking the guys that are out there that don't have an opportunity, they're looking for one. I hope this one works out for the Saints, but shockingly to some people, maybe, I'm not worried about the Saints because they have Drew Brees and they find a way to win, and everybody focuses on Tom Brady, but you need to give some love to Drew Brees, who can air it out all over the field. Tom Brady, he can air it out. But he throws those dink and dunks to James White and Chris Hogan and Julian Edelman and let those guys do the work. Drew Brees can air this thing out, and I'm sorry. Well, I'm not sorry. Drew Brees is a better quarterback. If you look at arm strength and ability, he's better. No, he hasn't won as many Super Bowls, but he's a better quarterback. We'll take a step aside. I'll let you marinate on that for a second. Syracuse Stallions coming up in just a moment. Cameron Dobbs, and then we'll get back to the NFL in the first hour of the show. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. This is Jimmer Sikowski, owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, right in front of the Home Depot. I had a deep feeling that God wanted me to do something bigger with my life and to help people, help others. I kept putting Chick-fil-A in my life, and I realized as I was going through the franchise selection process that uh, positively impacting the lives of others was really core to what we do here at Chick-fil-A. First of all, it starts with the food. The food is brought in fresh daily. You know, we bring in local produce. We prepare to order in the kitchen. We hand bread our chicken. We hand spin our milkshakes. It's it's great food. It doesn't taste like fast food. I, I think the second thing is is 
the way people feel when they come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. It's different. We, we try to treat people with intentional kindness here, which is very different and deeper than good customer service. And so you know, I think it feels remarkable for most people to come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. And then lastly, the impact that we try to have in the community is very different. It's a big part of the expectation of every operator of a Chick-fil-A restaurant is that they're actively engaged in their community, they're a leader in the community, and they're, they're making a difference. When they realize that what we're striving to do is to shine a little light in their life, that's a very, very different experience uh, than you will have in any other quick service restaurant. And it's that remarkable experience that I think people will emotionally connect with. I'm George Townsend of Honda City with some good advice from buying a new car. The true cost of owning a new car is determined by the appraised value when you trade it. No vehicle appraises higher than a Honda. Next, look for low APRs and deep discounts. You also want low maintenance costs and great fuel economy. That's why my advice to you is to buy a new Honda. Looking pre-owned, visit our Honda Certified Used Car Center. Honda City, 7140 Henry Clay Boulevard, Liverpool, or hondacity-cny.com. It would be a pity if you don't shop. For all of us that have always wanted our favorite restaurant to come to us, it's now a reality in Central New York with It's a Utica Thing, with Utica Pizza Company bringing their wonderful recipes that they've handed down through generations to you, to your events, to your business, to your home. It's a Utica Thing, proudly bringing Utica Pizza Company on wheels to your location. Call 315-738-8946. That's 315-738-8946 to bring Utica Pizza Company to your doorstep with It's a Utica Thing. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. It's always an honor and a privilege to speak with the Syracuse Stallions. We're proud to partner with them and call them a part of the Wake Up Call family here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Always a pleasure to have them onto the show. They're three and zero to start off their inaugural season, and on the broadcast with me right now is Cameron Dobbs. Coming off of that three and zero start, they played two games at home, and they just played their first ever road game in the history of the Syracuse Stallions. That was on the road in Scranton, Pennsylvania, my old stomping grounds and the home of my university, Marywood University. That was the closest game that they played, and they won that game one thirty nine to 135. So with that being said, Cameron Dobbs is on the broadcast right now to speak with me about that game and so much more on a season, an inaugural season, that has started off just how the Stallions wanted it at 3-0. and How are we doing, Cameron? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Dan? Thank you for having me today. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, Cameron, first and foremost, I want to go to your story, just you coming on to this team, giving this a shot, giving, giving this opportunity a chance to play professional basketball in Syracuse, New York, something that hasn't happened since the Syracuse Nationals way back when. So bring me into your decision and how it all came about, how you connected with the Syracuse Stallions. Um, it's really it's really a, a pretty cool story. I mean, uh, Coach Sugo, well, I mean, the owner Sugo, um, he's actually friends with uh, a friend of mine out here in Albany. They went to Casanova together. So when they, um, when Mike uh, Sugo, uh, Presented the opportunity to uh, to my friend Meech or Omar Powell. Um, he brought it to me. He was like, "Yo, I mean, I got a good guy over here. Uh, this and the third. I mean, I really trust him. He's a good guy. I mean, 
he started this new team and uh, he really liked you to play. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'll definitely give it a shot. I mean, it's not like a great opportunity for me to uh, get playing again. And I mean, yeah, everything's just worked out. And when you look at that opportunity, you know, did you feel that, you know, basketball was still with you? Were you looking for, you know, basketball to, to be a part of your life again? Had you gotten away from it for a little bit? What was kind of your story when this all, when, when the Stallions opportunity emerged? Where were you at basketball-wise? Um, I was just coming off a, uh, a season over in Spain and Mexico at the time. So I was really just home training, preparing for the, for another season uh, to possibly sign another contract. And then when this came along, I was like, I mean, I can't, I can't turn it down at all. Like being able to play uh, competitive basketball is one way. I mean, it can only uh, add to add to what I can do. So, so you take that chance. You put yourself out there. <clears throat> Pardon me. And when you played overseas, bring me into that your your overseas game, just what you did, and your you know what you, what you experienced in Spain, and just how that life was overseas. Oh, uh, I mean, it was definitely a great experience, you know, seeing the sights. Um, I've I've been to many different places in Spain, and it was just it's just a beautiful place to be. Um, everybody's nice. They uh they welcome you in with open arms, especially if you're an athlete, which is cool. Um. But, I mean, the play style out there, I mean, it was cool. It was very competitive. I mean, I learned a lot over there, especially uh, being as young as I am. Um, it, was, it was just a great experience. I mean, playing competitively against grown men who've been playing the game for a while. I mean, I learned a lot. I took it as a, as a, as a learning experience, for sure. So you, you took it as a learning experience and, 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 and appreciated that. What about the other stuff about Spain? You know, because i got to ask you this, live vicariously through you. My family, the Caracaos, they're over in Spain. And they listen to the show. They watch the show. They're they're tremendous family, but I've never been over there myself. So, what was the experience like? What did you like about being in Spain? Like, what did you what did you take away from Spain? Um, the weather is beautiful out there for sure. I mean, they have beautiful people. Everybody's nice. I mean, the 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 atmosphere is perfect. Like nobody's stressing over there at all over money anything. Everybody's just happy, and it's just a great place to be. Like, I mean, the energy that Spain had was way, way different than the states. It was just, it was just a great experience. How was yeah. the, how was the food and the beaches? Did you get to do that? Hey, I definitely went to a beach. I forgot what what it was called, but um, we had a uh, a game out there, and then we went to the beach like earlier in the day just to cool off and stuff like that. But um, we uh. The, the, the beaches are real nice, and the food was amazing. I can't lie to you. I think I had, I had like this waffle, and it was it was the most perfect waffle ever. I can't <laughs> I can't even explain it. It was it had peanut butter, Nutella, honey, like powdered sugar. It was it was, it was crazy. So see that makes me feel better because I like peanut butter, <laughs> I like Nutella, I like honey, and I like sugar. So and I like waffles. So it makes me feel like my family gets me. Over in Spain, because that sounds that literally sounds like you're like that's like that that's that's like when you go to Denny's and you're like 30 years old and they're like oh is this for your son you're like mm, no it's for me so <laughs> so that's that's pretty awesome and I'm thinking you're gonna talk about seafood or paella or something like that Cameron I I I'm I'm two things right now I'm happy for you. And I can appreciate that we have something in common. I'm also really pissed off at you that I'm in my studio right now thinking about that type of food, and I'm not having nothing in the studio. I have, I have, a, I have a, like a cough drop in my mouth right now. So this is, this is, this is not right this morning. 
Hey, I apologize. You wanted me to talk about it, you know, I had to. I had to give you that. I had to give you that. No, no, I feel you. And you said you got to play in Mexico too, right? Yeah, definitely. I was in a city called Quetzalcoatlcos, and I mean, it was cool out there too. Um, I mean, kind of like the same, the same kind of uh, kind of vibe I got from Spain on the low. But I mean, it was just a more. That was more of like a quick, and I wasn't in Mexico for a long time, so. So, what did you take away from Mexico, and did you go to Juarez or no? No, I did not go to Juarez. And one thing I took from Mexico is. <laughs> very humble about what you have in the states and what you have you know just with, every, with uh, everyday life because I mean uh, there was a lot of people down there that were struggling and stuff like that so I mean you know that was that was kind of hard to see but I mean other than that the basketball environment was great and um, just I mean it, it humbled me a lot that experience definitely humbled me sure. so you getting to play outside of the states overall what did that teach you? What did you take away from it? Like you, you spoke a little bit about Spain individually and Mexico individually, but it, when you put it all together, what were your biggest takeaways? How did it humble you? How did it make you a better person, a better player altogether? Um, it definitely showed me that uh, I had to pay attention a lot more in the games because they were speaking Spanish, and I kind of had to learn Spanish out there. So it, <laughs> it allowed me to zone in a lot more in the game and uh, uh, be more attentive. Um, it taught me that... Uh, Definitely got to get stronger, you know, get in the weight room, be able to take those blows. Because, I mean, those big guys out there, they build like refrigerators. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's tough to get in the paint. So, um, you know, I took away a lot. Uh, being able to uh, shoot the ball a little bit faster, get my shot off quicker against taller guys. It really just matured my game. It, it uh, kind of slowed my game down and made me see a lot more during the game, you know. So, now, being able to make certain decisions, you know, things like that. Speaking here with Cameron Dobbs of the Syracuse Stallions, do you remember the Spanish that you learned? Is there any is there any phrase or words that stick out to you still? Hmm. What can I say? Uh, my cool. <laughs> That's a funny story. I can't really get into it right now. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> my coach always used to call this one girl that was like always around the team. Like that's a bad girl. That's mala chica, mala chica, muy mala chica. He just used to say it every day. It was so funny. Was mala so chica. Funny. Did you ever have anybody like when they wanted you to get somewhere and you weren't getting there? Did they? Did they ever ben aquí? Did they give oh, you yeah, that? For sure. For okay. sure. For okay. sure. Because I'm trying to think of commands that would be on the court. Benaki. 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 <laughs> I just, it's kind of like that joint. Hey, Benaki. Or, you know, or like, you know, size K. Like, that would be something that I would say as a coach. You know, that's, you know what? You know what? Like, when you're pissed. It was so hard not trying to get mad with David Young. I mean, in Spanish, I was so mad. I was like, I don't know what you're saying yet. I can't. I, you got to slow down, bro. <laughs> slow down. That's why when they say they, they they go when they come to you and they go habla español you so you say poquito because if you say poquito you say a little bit a little then bit, then yeah, they slow down and maybe elementary you a little bit so that's yeah. all right. But then sometimes they get annoyed when they get like a non-Spanish speaker on the team because then it's like they're speaking to somebody that's deaf and they don't understand what they're saying and then they don't understand what I'm saying. It's just, it, was, it was crazy, but it was fun though. It, it was fun uh, learning with those guys and actually playing with those guys. It was definitely. Good. I, I I love that. See, now I want to be on a court with you, just playing pickup ball, being like Cameron, Benak, Benaki, Benaki, Sally's Kate. You know what? I don't. <laughs> I mean, like that's that's. Where... 
That's that's where I feel like I would be. You know, hey, stupido. Did you ever have somebody say that to you? Like, if you didn't do what they would, hey, stupido. Did they give sometimes. you that? Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. sometimes, for sure. Okay. For sure. All right, see, fair enough. See, I like, see, but I like that. See, because I didn't play with you in Spain and Mexico, but I know what they said to you. <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> that's awesome so speaking here with Cameron Dobbs of the Syracuse Stallions so you're you're playing obviously for the Stallions here this season the team is 3-0 and what can you say about uh, about this team's chemistry I know it's three games in but you know what have you taken away from this team who yells at you in English how has that been for you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been it's been cool too. It's been humbling. Uh, also, I take every experience, experience uh, with basketball is a humbling experience for sure because I'm able to play the game every day. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I always take uh, all the positives out of the game from everybody. But speaking on the chemistry, I mean, we've all played with each other, played against each other prior to this uh, in a summer pro am called uh, the King of Kings. So I was really already uh, acquainted with Mickey and, and everybody else and Chris Giles and, and everybody like that. So, I mean, I already knew all these guys. And I played AAU with DeWan Coleman growing up for the Albany City Rocks. Also played with Lloyd Johnson. Like So we kind of all played with each other prior to this, knew each other's game. So it was really easy to, to build that chemistry with each other. Now you started this season uh, practice squad, right? Yeah, definitely. So, so getting called up, bring me into that. You know, you being on the practice squad, being a part of the team, but then getting that opportunity to rise on the team, just how that came about and what you can say about, you know, that moment in this early part of the season for you. Uh, I mean, it was it was cool. It was cool. It just showed that uh, hard work definitely pays off. And it's like, I mean, I just played my role when I got there. I didn't want to step on anybody's toes. But, I mean, it was kind of like uh, a overall, from what I heard, it was an overall team decision. And like everybody on the team knew I could contribute and uh, be a be a, a great addition to the team as a whole. So I mean, I'm just I'm just grateful for that for that for that opportunity and being able to help my team as much as possible and be three and and be all these other things that we yeah that we are right now. So it's definitely cool. Now you're from Albany originally. Yeah. So. Did I did I sense some disdain in that? Did I feel that? No, I think. No, 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 okay, no. okay. You're from Albany. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard something about Albany. You can tell me if this is right or wrong. So, my co- my cousin is a D1 lacrosse player. Sammy Totora, shout out to her. She's a junior right now. D1 at Albany, killing it. And she scored on the number one team in the nation. She accounted, I think, for for five of five or no, it was like six of the eight points or something, something ridiculous. So she's out in Albany. Obviously, we're Ita- we're Italian and Hispanic. So so my well my side is, and so she's got a lot of Italian blood. And she said there is no good pizza in Albany. Agree or disagree? Uh, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that. <laughs> okay. So where where's the where's the pizza spot in Albany? Which one is it? Personally, in my opinion, I like the pizza from uh, Madison Pizza. It's on Madison Avenue. Um, in Albany, and I think it's, it's it's perfect. I grew up going there, and it was just the pizzas never changed. There's new people that own it now, but the pizza is still good, so I got no complaints about that. Now, have you gone to in North Syracuse, right? You know, right by the airport here here in our neck of the woods, there is a place yeah. called Utica Pizza Company on six twenty eight South Main Street. Have you been there yet? No, I've not been there yet. No, you need to get yourself over there. I'll tell you. I'll tell it to you like this: Have you ever had chicken riggies before? Uh, 
No. Okay, so it's it's essentially it's it's rigatoni pasta, and it's like a vodka sauce, but it's got a kick to it. It's got some bell peppers, some green peppers in it, some chicken. Really, really good. They take that, not the pasta, but they take like the sauce and the chicken, and they put that on a pizza, and that's actually my. It's the pizza is named after my show at Utica Pizza Company. Uh, yeah, I definitely gotta try that. Yeah, so. That. You need to get out there, and you need to try that. And then you'll be like, Albany, I love you, but... But... <laughs> this piece... I got something that was my dad. Yeah, yeah. What, what is that thing? Like, I love you, but it just ain't working out. So, you know, it's... I'm gonna have to call you at another time. So, so, but outside of that in Albany, and the fact that you're going to get some Utica Pizza Company, I'll go with you, man. I mean, I got, I got nothing holding me back from showing some love there. But... <laughs> But when go back to Albany for me. Growing up in Albany, you played at uh, what is it, Gilderland High School? Yep. So bring me into your experience growing up in Albany, playing at Gilderland. Just everything you took away from that in route to where you are today. Um, it was it was uh, it was cool. I mean, coming from, I mean, I grew up in Albany and then moved to Gilderland like later later on, and then uh, attended a uh, Gilderland High School, but um. I mean, I love the experience. I mean, I was always a hardworking kid with basketball. I mean, growing up, my mother instilled that in me and my pops. And just uh, wanting to be the best I could be at the game. So, I mean, it taught me that hard work actually pays off. I mean, yeah, my first two years at Goodland High School, nobody really knew me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was kind of like a nobody. But everybody knew the kid with the joints, but they didn't really know, you know, the basketball player. So, or I didn't really get a lot of light shed on me until like my junior and senior year in high school where I actually, you know, put my foot down, uh, really worked hard every summer, went to all the, all the camps, worked out hard with a lot of trainers, you know, brought me to where I am now. So I, mean, I was like a top player in high school, uh, male performer of the year. I was like number one Channel 13 all-star over here. And it was just, it was a real good experience basketball-wise over here. So, I mean, I learned a lot. It definitely told me a lot. And, you know, I was able to get a Division One scholarship after I left high school, so I feel like it's definitely a great opportunity for me out there. And speak with me about that, about the Division One opportunity and just what you got to do. And you were over at, was it Mississippi, Mississippi Valley State? Right, right. So bring me into Mississippi Valley State and just what you took away from that. That that was definitely a tough, a tough uh, transition for me, uh, basketball-wise. Um uh, you, you you go into school thinking you're the man, da da da, but everybody's the man. Uh, the man when you come into a, a Division One program, whether it be the worst team or the best team, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I really didn't get a lot of playing time my freshman year. Uh, I thought I deserved it. I really thought I was being blackballed at the school, to be honest. So that's what really caused me to transfer. Um, but I was there. I was averaging about like eight points uh, both seasons. Um. I learned a lot. Played against some of the best teams in Division One basketball, like Oklahoma State, you know, Washington, Washington State teams like that. Of course, we would get killed, but you know, the experience was cool playing against top guys that I'm always used to playing against. So, but and then I uh, transfer out of there and go to American International for my last two years. And uh, over there, we won a, uh, a Northeast Ten Championship. I got the MVP of that tournament, uh, scored a thousand points, uh, made the all tournament team, and then that transferring was probably the best decision I ever made in my life, to be honest with you. 
So when you before you transferred out, did Mississippi State have any good pizza? The answer is no, but I'm asking. No, 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 definitely not. No, there's more there's way better food than pizza in Mississippi. What was the best food in Mississippi? I mean, I mean well, I mean, I, I basically grew up down south, uh, going down there to visit my grandparents and stuff like that, because my mom's parents is from uh, Louisiana and Atlanta, and my dad's uh, side is from Mississippi. So, I mean, you know, just the, the traditional, like, soul food plate, you know, greens, baked macaroni and cheese, what a mashed potatoes, what the, the list goes on, trust me. It's, just, it's too much out there. You know what you got to try? If you ever go down south, you have to try banana pudding. Banana pudding. See, I've been down south a lot because Florida is the second home of the show for Wake Up yeah. Call, first and foremost. But, see, I like I like the fried plantains. Like, if you go to an actual, like, tri- like real Spanish place and they oh, make yeah, the fried I, I plantains. Love food. I, I love Spanish food, for sure. So what Cameron Dobbs and I have, have, have told you today on the broadcast is that we know food, we know where to get the good stuff, and, and we're going we're gonna to do a traveling thing in central and upstate New York where Cameron and I are going to shoot videos eating food and giving our synopsis on the food. I think, you know what, that could be a nice little work. side job. Hey, it, could, it could work. It could work. It could work. I like that. Yeah. Uh, just, just for all the restaurants to know, food's got to be on the house if you want publicity. That's all I'm saying. We need it on the house. I need that waffle. Man, I gotta go to Spain now. Damn. You gotta go to Spain, get the waffle, yeah. So so bringing it all together, it's it's become a food show. That's okay. I'm alright with that. But <laughs> is it but but to look at this team at three and oh, you you're gonna go to Rochester, Rock City coming up soon, and then you'll be coming back home uh, shortly after that. Just what you could say uh, about you know, the the overall feel. I know we talked about the, the team, kind of the dynamic and whatnot, but the overall feel of this. I mean, it's pro basketball back in Syracuse. You're playing your home games at Manlius Pebble Hill. Your rivals are easy because the majority of them are in the state of New York. If not, they're close enough. You know, Scranton's a couple hours away and whatnot. But you have your Oneontas and your Elmiras and your Binghamtons and your Rochesters. So, you know, in the grand scheme of things, just what you think – about what this Syracuse Stallions team can be and why the community should get around it? I mean, I feel like we could be by far the best team. If not, that's what we are right now, to be honest. I mean, looking at our guys, we got a bunch of we, we, we got a bunch of dogs on our team, man. It's hard to stop us, for sure. Like, but um, I definitely feel like we could be the best team out here. I mean, we put on a show for you guys. We play great basketball. It's just, it's fun to watch us. I mean, we're we're in tune with, with our community. We're in tune with our fans. So, I mean, that's that's just definitely what you can expect. You can expect a great season, entertaining, and you know we're gonna we're gonna definitely take the top spot for sure. And the team is now with Richmond, San Diego, South Florida, Steel City, Baltimore are in the top five. The Syracuse Stallions in their inaugural season of over. Uh, of what, 143 teams in the nation? Right. You guys are ranked sixth in the country. How insane is that to be in the top six out of 143 in your inaugural season three games in? I mean, there's obviously some respect nationally for you guys. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just it just shows that, that hard work definitely pays off. Um, and we're just humbled that we are, we are top in the nation because we work so hard in practice. You know, we're always on our guys. We're always, you know, pushing each other to be, uh, be the best player that we can be, regardless of position. Like the last guy that gets in the game could talk to the guy that gets the most minutes, and he'll listen to. Him. 
Like that's that's the type of family that we have on the court, and I feel like that definitely helps us out in the long run and becoming as good as we are. And I feel like we could be even better, you know. So I mean, I, I got the utmost, you know, trust in in, in our guys. And I just feel like you know we could we could definitely be you know the, the best out here for sure. That yeah, coming from Cameron Dobbs here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora. Cameron, I appreciate it very much. I mean, obviously, I want to have you back on the show. But you're kind of stuck having to uh, to get some food with me somewhere at some point, so that's going to have to happen. But you know, I'm I'm not opposed to you getting a flight to Spain, and you know, I'm cool with that. Like that's fine. But you start a Utica Pizza Company and and see what happens from there. But no, with with all all jokes aside. I'm I'm starving, and I'm also very happy for the Syracuse Stallions. So good on both parts for that. Cameron Dobbs here, Syracuse Stallions on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora. And, and Cameron, I know it's a, the first time that we've been hanging out here on the show, but I'd love to have you back. It's a good conversation. So you kind of you can sense the good people on the other end of it. So we'll be getting some food soon. I, I feel like that's going to have to happen. Yeah, that's a fact. I'm going to take you over I appreciate you having me. All right, man. Well, listen, be good. I got to go try and put a waffle together after the show. It's not going to be the same. I'm going to try. I'm going to have to melt down some Milky Ways or something. I don't, I don't have Nutella. I don't live that high life. I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. But <laughs> but have a good day, and I'll talk with you soon. All right, man. You too. Take care. That coming from Cameron Dobbs once again. You never know where Wake Up Call is going to go. That's why I love this show. You never, ever know where Wake Up Call with Dan Satora is going to float to, and that's that is why I love it. So... That was one of the best conversations I think I've ever had on the show. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. So, good stuff. Thank you to Cameron Dobbs. I'm starving now. If you're not hungry after that conversation, something's wrong. (laughs) Maybe you should call somebody. So, we'll take a step aside here for a fast break. We'll be back in just a moment. That was awesome. Cameron Dobbs, one of my favorites. I've had over a 1,000 people on the show. Literally, one of my best conversations I've ever had. Because he found a way to my heart. Spain, waffles, whatever. It's fine. It's cool. Now we're friends. So Cameron and I, Utica Pizza Company, it's going to happen. I think that's a good idea. That would be awesome. Tie the Syracuse Stallions into it. We go around Central and Upstate New York eating eating food all over the place. Tell people what we think. Good stuff. Work the food off afterwards in the gym. Circle. The circle of life. Eat great food. Work it out. Perfect. I like it. Sign me up. It's good stuff. I just feel like we would laugh and have a good time. So that's good. I can't get the waffle out of my head. I'm trying to talk around it. I can't. Nutella. What was it? Nutella, powdered sugar, peanut butter, and what was the other thing he said? Why can't I think? Nutella. Oh, honey. Oh, God. Nothing that I eat today is going to taste anywhere close. Dan, what'd you have for breakfast? Lucky Charms. Mm. But they're good, though. <laughs> they are. They are good, though. So we'll take a step aside here for a fast break. The Syracuse Stallions are 3-0, 139 to 135 on the road. They're ranked sixth in the nation of 143 teams. Big shout-out to the Syracuse Stallions. Keep it rolling, gentlemen. We appreciate you. We'll be back after this fast break. And make sure you listen to it. Great companies in central and upstate New York. So wake-up call with Dan Satora is not the place to sleep through the break. It's the place to write down the number of the address and whatnot. Because I only work with companies that I respect and appreciate with people that I like to work with. That is me. Some people say that's stupid. That's bad business. Because you need to just take money where money is. Yeah. How many people have done that and eventually fail? I work with people who are good people 
in the community, working hard, building things, have great ideas, think outside the box. I like the people I work with. You should too. And you should definitely check these places out. WakeUpCallDT.com has them all on the homepage, and you'll hear them throughout the show like right now. This is a Wake Up Call Fast Break. is spreading in historic Herald Square about Syracuse's favorite sports and entertainment venue, the Press Room Pub, with lots of room next to 450 parking spots. Wash down their delicious 9-ounce burger for $9.95 with a variety of New York State brewed beers. TVs abound all throughout the location, including their 90-inch monster. Watch your game enjoy time with family friends as well as bringing the kids to the playroom the SU alumni party for every away football game is making headlines as well as Robert Drummond Syracuse football alum and Dan Satora's pre-game show two hours before kickoff for every home game private parties available as well for as many as 300 people Come circulate at the Press Room Pub, downtown Syracuse, and visit PressRoomPub.com right now for more information. Carvel DeWitt, it's what happy tastes like. Do you know why? Because we make ice cream. Creamy, rich, flavorful ice cream. Not yogurt or ice milk like some of our competitors. Ice cream. Fresh, by hand, daily. For the calorie conscious, we have something new for you. Our new Carvelite. Same great flavor, creaminess, and texture of our regular ice cream with only 35 calories an ounce. So whether you want an ice cream cake, flying saucer, dasher, carvalanche, hard or soft ice cream, we will satisfy your craving with our fresh, handmade, regular, or new Carvelite ice cream. Carvel DeWitt. It's what happy tastes like. Clothing that will change with you without you having to change. DrysigLady.com, D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, Lady.com. With the bamboo line, relaxed fit clothing, as well as the athletic fit clothing, DrysigLady.com is fit for any woman, any time of the day, anywhere. Whatever you're doing, whatever your day commands of you, Command yourself to feel comfortable in Dreisig Lady Apparel. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Lady.com. For all the women out there, feel good in what you're wearing. And don't feel like you have to constantly change throughout the day. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a business owner, going for a jog, going for a meeting, or just relaxing at home, DrysigLady.com is the right fit for you. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, lady.com. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. Call our home office at 315-752-9513, or better yet, call or text me directly at 315-748-2524. Let me ask you a question, Lawrence. If I needed you to help me buy a house, find the right place, could you help me do that? Joe, I'll help you find your dream home. You don't ever say my name on the radio, never. If I needed to sell a house, could you help me go about that the right way? Yes, yes I can. How do they get a hold of you? Call me directly at 315-748-2524. 
but you also do the commercial property. So if I got a business, couple businesses, got to take one here, move it over there, do this, do that. Are you going to help me buy and sell my commercial property also? Yes, sir. I like that. I like that. What's my name again? I have no idea. Absolutely. But they need to know your name, so give it one more time. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. My phone number is 315-748-2524. Why don't you tell them your name one more time and that number so we can jot it down. This is Lawrence Papaleo. Call me or text me directly at 315-748-2524. Carvel DeWitt, it's what happy tastes like. Do you know why? Because we make ice cream. Creamy, rich, flavorful ice cream. Not yogurt or ice milk like some of our competitors. Ice cream. Fresh, by hand, daily. For the calorie conscious, we have something new for you. Our new Carvelite. Same great flavor, creaminess, and texture of our regular ice cream with only 35 calories an ounce. So whether you want an ice cream cake, flying saucer, dasher, Carvelanche, hard or soft ice cream, we will satisfy your craving with our fresh, handmade, regular, or new Carvelite ice cream. Carvel DeWitt. It's what happy tastes like. Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature sport court where you can enjoy basketball, volleyball, pickleball, soccer, lacrosse, and more year-round in their indoor facility. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. True by Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price. Having peace of mind when you're out of town that your furry loving friend is safe and sound means taking them to Canine Campground because we all know that when it comes to the love of our pets, it goes well beyond the call of duty to make sure they're safe and sound. Right, Lily? So take a ride to 242 Johnson Street in East Syracuse, New York, and see Canine Campground and where your dog will be staying in the classic cabin, the executive cabin, the grand cabin, or, of course, the luxury cabin, because if you know Lily, you know she loves luxury. Now you don't have to wait to the last minute to find a family member or a friend that'll take your dog for a few days. Call Canine Campground at 315-299-4013. That's 315-299-4013. Their drop-off and pick-up times are Monday through Sunday. Check K9Campground.com for more information. That's the letter K, the number 9, and campground spelled with a K, dot com. K9Campground.com. When you're going out of town, bring your dog to Canine Campground. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Always appreciate having you here on the broadcast, and always love him. And I love the message I got. I'm going to shout out Mike Sugamosto. I got to. So, and and uh, Cameron Dobbs mentioned him. He said Sugo is what he said. So, sounds Spanish. Sounds like a Spanish singer. Maybe Mike should do that on the side. Who are you? I am Sugo. <laughs> Sugo. So, I mean, it just, you know, it actually sounds like a, like, sounds like it could be the name of a song. Now, Siga means continue. Siga derecho. Continue forward. So he could be like, Sugo. But, <laughs> Sugo derecho. But, uh, <laughs> oh, man. That would be Sugamosto forward. That would be pretty cool. But he just said, genius idea with the food stuff. 
I'm telling you, Mike, I am a man. There's a reason why I'm a business owner. Okay. Maybe just maybe I come up with an idea or two once every 15 years. So let's do it. Let's make the food happen. Mike Sugimoso. As long as I end up in Spain with my dude, Cam Dobbs, who's now, you know, came on the show today and I'm like, nah, fast friends. So we'll be in Spain having some waffles with Nutella, peanut butter, powdered sugar, and honey. Oh God, I will never come home. I'll never come home. There was nothing that Spain needed to sell me on. Nothing. My family's there. It's Spain. It's part of my blood and my heritage. Nobody at my... I had a cousin that was a mayor of two cities near Madrid. Nothing has to sell me on Spain. Nothing. And then he sold me on Spain. And now I can't deal with it. And now I'm going to think about it all the time. And I'm starving. I'm sitting here right now in my studio starving. And my family, the Caracas, they get to go outside today and see the beach. My little cousin was playing soccer on the beach. Okay? Wrap your head around that. He was playing soccer on the beach. Just kicking the soccer ball around. Oh, you know, just a typical Tuesday. That's nice. That's wonderful. You know, my typical Tuesday, it, it snowed outside today. Okay? It snowed outside. I'm not happy about that. I will say your typical Tuesday is going to get a lot better because live trivia is now at the Press Room Pub and your boy is hosting it. So make sure you come out, hang out, live trivia every Tuesday, 7 p.m., Press Room Pub, 220 Harold Place, Syracuse, New York, with Dan Satora, right? I don't like to say myself in the third person, but I was like, you know, with me. So so with with me, Dan Satora, I will be there. I'm very excited. We Trivia is so much fun. 21 questions. First round is... 10 questions, second round is 10 questions, and then there's the final wager question. A lot of fun. We have a great time with it. We theme it sometimes if it's like holiday stuff and whatnot, but there's questions about a little bit of everything. Sports, music, movies, TV, geography, history. So if you, you, can't, you can't come to my trivia and go, I don't know sports, because it doesn't matter. There might be three sports questions, but you might know geography, and then you might know U.S. history, and then you might, you know, somebody else might know music, and then somebody else might know, you know, obscure trivia. So we try to make it fair for everybody, fair and balanced and fun and exciting. So where some people in the media want to be fair and balanced, we are fair and balanced. So you can listen in and enjoy the broadcast, and I appreciate you very much. So thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody that will be coming out. And I can't wait to see you tonight. And every Tuesday at 7 p.m. at the Press Room Pub, 220 Herald Place, so shout out to shout out to the the Syracuse Stallions once again, and shout out to Cameron Dobbs who again had never been on the show before, and now can come back whenever he wants to weekly if he feels the need because I, I just like that I like the laughter I like the I like the banter I like that it was easy for us to talk you would think I do this for a living but I also like the food side of it so Cam Dobbs we can we can hang out you're good people. With that being said, speaking of good people, Dino Babers is doing some pretty good things in Syracuse, wouldn't you say? The team is 8-2. and two. The team is going to have their college football playoff ranking designation today, which I'm very excited about because I can only imagine that they will be 12, if not higher. They are 12 in the AP. They are 12 in the coaches' poll. And I had an opportunity to speak with Dino to ask the first question in after the regular season finale where the team did do exactly what they said at the beginning of the season, which is defend 
the Dome. And defend the Dome, they did at 6-0 and inside of the Carrier Dome. And I spoke with Dino about the team and about their success, about the senior class and just what he could say about the senior class. So this is what Dino had to say. and the senior class, just what they've been leaders to this and, and the special moment that they had at the end, that senior walk that you wanted them to do. Words doesn't give it justice. I mean, a couple of head coaches, a whole bunch of coordinators, numerous players in and out, some players that are with us, some players that left that didn't have faith, belief without evidence that, that we could get it done. And I'm just really proud about that class and things that they were able to achieve. And you know, they'll be etched in stone forever. Everybody will always remember the 2018 class and, and, and the season when they went undefeated at home. It'll be really special. That coming from Dino Babers, you know, everybody will remember the 2018 class, the season that they won, went undefeated at home, the specialness of that, the senior walk that happened afterward, which I thought was really, really cool and really, really great. So that they did something like that and uh, you know we're and and they stayed out for a really long time because Eric Dungey and Kylan Whitner they were still out there and you know they they were out there for I don't know probably at least a half an hour and you know just just to see that that senior walk and you know just just the the, the beauty of that the beauty of that the connection with that and, you know, it's just it's just an amazing, amazing, amazing idea to have something like that happen and to put them out there in a situation where they could enjoy that, you know, and, and the fans could enjoy that. Because, you know, you don't always see teams do that. You see professional teams do that, but you don't see, you know, typically, you know, a, a college team or I haven't seen a college team that'll go and make that walk and shake hands afterward. I'm used to seeing it in the NFL. So, you know, to me, I think it's a great idea. And I think that, you know, I think that the senior walk is something that needs to happen all the time now. I think that, you know, when we look at these seniors and I want to I want to give them all a, a fair shout out here. Now, some of them weren't here all the way. Some of them transferred in. But, you know, seniors are seniors that are making their last run with this team. So to give that shout out and to let everybody know who those people are, Antoine Cordy, redshirt senior. Uh, Jamal Custis, Aaron Roberts, Keaton Darney, Coda Martin, Chris Slayton, all redshirt seniors. Eric Dungey, senior, Dante Strickland, Ravian Pierce, uh, Kylan Whitner, Tyrone Perkins, Kyle Kleinberg, Ryan Guthrie, Matt Keller, Cody Conway, and Ben Brickman, all seniors on the team. So nothing but tremendous <coughs> respect for these seniors and for everything that they've worked to do and tried to do and pushed to do. I, I just really, really honestly... Uh, I, I can't say enough about them. I really can't. And, you know, this senior class, the the Antoine Cordes of the world that have been through so much, and the Eric Dungies, both of these guys have gone through really, really high times, really, really good times, but also they've gone through really, really tough injuries. Tyrone Perkins wanted to be out there on the field. He came in as a running back, moved to DB. He's had injuries that have kept him off. Kylan Whitner has been through so much, played all over the place, special teams, safety, linebacker, corner, been everywhere. You know, Dante Strickland, senior on this team that's been in a bunch of different offenses trying to run the ball. Chris Slayton has been one of the faces of the defensive line that was actually, you know, known 
when there had been, you know, so many changes and shifts and, and whatnot. Aaron Roberts, he's been up and down and through injury on the offensive line. Jamal Custis has been up, down, and around the corner. He gets redshirt in the middle of everything, and he gets hurt. All these things happen. He's not in the offense. People are wondering why he's not being utilized. Is he good enough? What's going to happen? He only has one year left. So, I mean, the stories that, that, that are told throughout Cody Conway had to start right away when he came in. So now he's a senior on the offensive line. There's, there's so many great stories from these gentlemen. And Matt Keller, long snapper, who they don't get enough love or support or recognition. I shouldn't say they don't get enough support. They get enough support. I'm sure there's a lot of love around Matt. His family is really nice. They've been nice to me. But what I mean by that is they just don't get like the, you know, the, the, the fans aren't looking at, you know, the long snappers and the this and the that. And they should because every single piece of this team matters. And without one of it, it can all fall apart. So, you know, the Jaguars have shown that right now. So, you know, when it comes to guys like Matt Keller, who got hurt, and he's out right now, but just what a tremendous, you know, career he's had at Syracuse. So, a lot of, lot of great, great names, great players, and, you know, Dungy, obviously, everything that he's done. So, let's get into that. I had the opportunity to speak with Eric Dungy after the game and speak with Kylan Whitner simultaneously. This is what the gentleman had to say to me about their experience. For both of you, just Eric, what you can say, I know you came off with about four minutes left and you had a hand on your chest and then one up to the fans and then Kylan, just what this moment means to you as well. Both of you guys have been through it all here at Syracuse and you're reaping the benefits right now. Yeah, I mean, you just said it, we've been through a lot. Um, so, you know, you kind of just took the moment in. You know, it still really hasn't hit me that this is my last game playing here in the Dome. Um, it's really been an honor. Um, you know, it's one of my favorite places to play. So I was just talking to Ryan Guthrie about that. Um, but, I mean, it's just been an incredible experience and happy for the way things have been going. But we still got, you know, two games left in the regular season that we're still trying to get. Yeah, like Eric said, I mean, playing at Syracuse has been an incredible experience. Just the history here and, uh, you know, all the guys that came before us, it's good that we could, you know, go in our last season and, you know, have a winning season and, you know, give this program and the fans what they deserve. So it's been good. That coming once again from both Eric Dungy, senior on the team, and senior linebacker Kylan Whitner. I spoke with them during their recruitment. You know, they're people that they've been on the show probably at least for the last five years. So it is with great appreciation and gratitude that, uh, that, that I thank them for being a part of the broadcast, and I thank them for, you know, for being a part of Wake Up Call with Dan Satora, for being a part of you know, my life as a broadcaster, I have tremendous respect for these gentlemen. I have, and, and the thing is, that doesn't go away. You know what I mean? It's a, the respect that I have for these guys, you know, it's it's something that has carried throughout the years. If you're a good person who's trying your best, irregardless, regardless of if you have 20 touchdowns or five touchdowns or no touchdowns, it, you know, to me, that that is something that, yeah, that's a bonus. That's a plus, you know, obviously want you to wants you to do well and succeed and whatnot. But ultimately, for me, what it comes down to is, you know, who you are as a person and how you are as a teammate. And I have talked to some of the most tremendous people, and I feel very honored and very privileged to speak with the people that I've gotten to speak with, Antoine Cordy being one of them. And, you know, Antoine Cordy and Aaron Roberts and Jamal Custis and Dante Strickland and Chris Slayton and Eric Dungy and Ravion Pierce and Kylan Whitner and Tyrone Perkins and 
you know, Matt Keller and Cody Conway, the over and Ryan Guthrie, the overwhelming majority of the pretty much the entire senior class has been on wake up call with Dan Tortora. And I find, I find uh, you know, a lot of uh, appreciation for these guys and everything that they've done and, and just the type of people that they've been, you know, their, their treatment of me goes a heck of a long way. And I can't thank him enough for that. And I, you know, and the thing is they were part of the old, old regime. So I look back to like the younger me or the me in a different chapter, me. And, and uh, I won't say the younger me, I would say the me in a different chapter. Cause I, I feel very young and I, hopefully I'll live like my grandmother and feel young forever. But Antoine Cordy, you know, being a part of the past, you know what I mean? Being a part of Scott Schaefer bringing him in, and he loved Scott, and he was close to Scott. Scott was like a dad to him. Well, he, when Scott was fired right after the Boston College game, Antoine Cordy came out into the media and said, I'm not staying here. I don't want to be here without Schaefer. And his family said, give the coaching staff a chance. Give Babers a chance. Give them a chance to show you what they can do for you. Give them a chance to show you who they are. And he did. And we start our conversation on hindsight being 2020 and his decision to stay. And this is what he had to say. Uh, man, I, I trust the coaches, you know, like Coach Monroe, Coach Babers, you know, like they heard that I was going to leave. And, you know, like they was here for me through it all, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> So like they've been here, they've been here with me, you know, like. So like, okay, what you said? <laughs> just what you could say, and, and and obviously the family walking by you right there, and Dino walking by. Just when you made the decision that you were gonna leave after Schaefer's news, and then mm -hmm. changed your mind and decided to stay. I de I definitely changed my mind because like, like. You know, I didn't. At first, I, I just didn't want to go through that process of transferring. You know, at first, but then when Schaefer left, it just like, and then when I, and then I just realized like my mom, my people told me to stay. Like, you trust the coaches, trust the coaches. You know, like they probably great coaches, and they are great coaches. Like, so you know, Moreau talked to me about like, you can't leave. I don't want you to go. Like, trust, trust it. Like, we want to change things around. Like, we wanted the best players and things like that. So like, you know, my, my heart just told me to stay. Like, and trust. Me. You've seen the four and eight seasons. You've been through the strife. You've been through the adversity. The team's eight and two right now. Yeah, it's a big change. Big change, man. Like them four and eight seasons, man. Man, it was rough. It was rough, man. I thought we'd never like go see a bowl again. You know, like yeah. it was rough. Like I'm glad that I stayed. I'm glad that everything worked out. I'm glad that we having the season we are having right now. Why is Dino Babers, why is his system, why is why is his plan finally working in your opinion? Oh man, you know, I feel like when they first came, I feel like they had to get adjusted to it, but like, oh, it's just working, like, it's just really working, like, and everybody excited about it, everybody happy about it, like, it just... Playing against that offense in the camp days in spring, like it was okay. We knew it was gonna work. We knew it was gonna work. How fast they go, you know? Yeah. So like, that's all I can say. This defense 
He's given up 30 points a game for the last couple seasons. This time around, you guys are grabbing interceptions. You're bringing mm -hmm. some young guys like Cho Williams and Andre Sisco. Just what you can say about this secondary. Is it the deepest it's been since you've been here? And, and just what you can say about its improvement. Yeah, it's definitely a definite improvement. Like, we got more depth, you know, and just being around them young guys, like, it's just amazing. Like, you know, like, that's all, that's, that's all, I feel like that's, that's what we didn't have when we had the four next season. We didn't have depth, we didn't have nothing like that. Like, like, just everything just changed around it. Like, I started to realize, man, it really, it's, it's really all about depth. Like, the one and two gotta be good, like, it's all about that, like, so. There was a note that you kind of joked around with Andre Sisco and said, share those interceptions a little bit. Just what you can say about how well he's he's played the ball. Yeah, everything just coming to him. <laughs> so I'm like, dang, I'm like, share something, you know? Like, but like, you know, I'm proud of him, man. Like, I'm proud of him, man. He having a great season right now. Like, I'm just proud of him. Like, you know, all them days paid off, you know, when he reckoned that with me and throughout the off season, everything paying off, you know? So like, I'm just really proud of him. You went through, those four and eight seasons, you went through all the strife of that, but you also went through the injuries and being taken off the field against your will a couple times. Just what you can say about being healthy, being on the field for the best season that you've had while you've been here. Man, it's been great, man. Like, I feel like if some people that went through what I went through, they would have been, it would have been out, you know, like. I just had a support system just with me, and then I'm glad I stayed. I'm glad I'm watching what, what's going on right now with the team. I'm glad, I'm glad I didn't have no regrets, cause like I'm just here now. Like I just feel right right now. So, what, when you say you had a support system, who have been the people that have been the biggest for you? Uh, my girlfriend and my parents. They've been the biggest supporter, and my the players here too. Like they had my back, so all of them plays in, in that role. So like it's just been they had my back. So. And lastly, for me, you got a couple games ago. You know you have a bowl game. Mm -hmm. You know that you're ranked in every single poll. You got a smile on your face. Just what you can say about this moment and knowing that there's still some unfinished business. Yeah, yeah, we, you know, like our mindset right now, like it just, you know, everybody's just talking about us. Everybody talking about us. It's just like, you know, our mindset is like we gotta keep going. We gotta keep doing. Like we, we not putting, it, we not. Taking the gas off, like off the pedal, you know. We just gotta keep going, you know. Like, and it feel good right now. Yes, it feel good right now, but at the end of the day, we still got business to take care of, you know. That coming once again from Antoine Cordy, Antoine Cordy, who went through back-to-back -back seasons with injuries that took him out for the rest of the campaign, and now being healthy, God bless him. May it continue forever, not just today, not just tomorrow, but forever. Seriously, for Antoine Cordy and for everybody. Big ups to him and uh, much appreciation for Antoine. Antoine, you know, and, and the thing is when we talk, he always look at me in a big smile. And, you know, just you could see the smile, the picture that, that I took, which was connected to that interview conversation that we just had. So, you know, I appreciate these guys. I really do. And I've seen them all fight like crazy to get here. I've seen, like Antoine said, you know, we may never – I mean, you know, we thought we're never going to get to a bowl game. You know, we thought, like, what if we don't get to a bowl game? And to be in your entire collegiate career and never make it to the postseason, never get a bowl game, never get that opportunity, you know, it would have been sad. It would have been – it would have been so – it would have been so hard. And, you know, I just – it would have been awful. You know, it, it went from a story of sadness. It went from a story of maybe it'll never happen 
to a story of look at all of this fight over all these years and four and eight and four and eight and four and eight and here we are. So, you know, it's like you got to think about it like this. For the last three seasons, Syracuse has had eight losses. This year they have eight wins. They literally, if they do not win their last two games, they literally flip the script. So I give a lot of respect to Dino Babers and his staff, to Brian Ward's defense for finally turning on after giving up over 30 points the last two seasons. And I said that. I said, I'm going to write this story about the defense and about Brian Ward's history and the statistics of it all and just how bad it looks on paper, and watch, right after I write the story, their defense is going to play better. And I think it was within a week of me writing the story that the defense started started to turn on. But I was like, hey, you know what? Reverse osmosis. You know what I mean? So if I put it out there that it's not doing well, then maybe it will do well, and then all of, all of a sudden my hometown is killing it. So I don't know. Maybe it helped. But uh, in all honesty, it was the coaches and it was the players, and – you know, these players, they do, they, they, you know, you get to know them, or at least I get to know them. And uh, in my own way, I can't speak for other people in the media, but I'm, I'm a different bird. I'm in the media because I like to tell stories and I'm kind I'm media by default, but not, but it doesn't define who I am. So, you know, to be in the world that I live in, I can appreciate so much more because I care about the individual. I don't look at Antoine Cordy and say, oh, this is a story. I look at Antoine Cordy and go, I want to talk to Antoine about stuff and then see where it takes us, you know, see what our conversation. And I, and I listen, I listen. Jerome Smith said to me years ago, he said, we were at an event at Toby Keith's, which used to be at Destiny USA. And we were sitting together and it was the first time I think that this has ever happened that I have any knowledge of that every single captain of a team that year did a show together on site, on location. I had Jerome Smith, Mackie McPherson, Jay Brownlee, and Marquis Spruill, two offense, two defense. And Jerome in the middle of the conversation whispered in my ear, he goes, you don't have a notebook. And I said, no. And he goes, I love that. And I looked at him and he goes, he's like, you know, everybody's carries around a notebook. He goes, how do you know what you're going to talk to me about? I said, I listen. I said, I have some ideas in my head when I come into the conversation, some things I want to ask. But I said, I listen. That's my trick. I don't need a notebook because I genuinely am listening. And, you know, the thought of a broadcaster is, oh, it's somebody who likes to hear themselves speak. For some people, that may be true. For me, I like to speak with you. It's not about me. It's about us. And... I love telling stories. And I don't think I take a back seat to anybody that I interview. And I don't think that they take a back seat to me. And I don't think that my listener takes a back seat to me. So I have a very different view on what this relationship is with me and you. You and I. Whatever the proper English is. Benaki. Come here. So <laughs> I kind of think about that. I love the fact that I'm like, Cameron, did they say that to you on the court? He's like, yeah, they did. And I was just like, of course they did. Because it's an easy command and it means come here. You know, I want you here. Like, you got to stand here when you're on the court. So no, but I mean, these guys, that's my trick. It's one of my tricks. I have a lot. It's one of them. And that is that I listen and I hear you. 
And uh, the thing that's funny is, you know, I would, I would date people in the past or have friends in the past that thought I wasn't listening. They're like, what are you doing? You're not paying attention. And then I would regurgitate everything that they said. And they wouldn't tell you like more nine times out of 10, they wouldn't tell you, oh, that was right. They would just get more pissed that they thought you weren't listening, but you could regurgitate what they said. So then they're like, okay, well, he, he was listening, right? I was paying attention. And then sometimes it was like, don't you just hate that Dan can say it back? And then somehow it was like, yeah, but you remember what I said, but you don't, but you don't feel it. It's like the weirdest thing. It's like, you're not listening to me. Then you prove that you are listening. Then it's like, well, you were listening, but you weren't engaged. It's like the never ending fight that's never going to work. So if you're in any relationship, be it a friend or a significant other that tells you you're not listening and you are listening and you regurgitate everything that they said, and then they keep going with it, just understand that you won. You got a victory. Okay. They're not going to hand you the medal, but go buy one for yourself at Penn and Trophy Center. PennandTrophy.com, 315-422-8797. But seriously, go buy yourself a medal because the thing is, and that's and that's the thing. Everybody knows me as a talker. I talk for a living. It's my job and I love to talk, but I don't love to talk to hear myself speak. I love to talk to bring people together. I love making people laugh. I love making people, I, I love people, getting people to laugh and feel comfortable and feel safe and feel like they could tell me anything because they can and feel like they're safe because they are and feel like they're loved and cared for because they are. So I genuinely can't describe it other than it's me, you know, and speaking with these guys at Syracuse, I mean, everybody that I speak with, but I'm going to talk about Syracuse for a second here. Speaking with these guys at, at Syracuse of this football team, you know, this is almost 10 years of doing this. And I still talk to the guys now. Shamarco Thomas and Nate Trout and Don McPherson when I get an opportunity and, and Rob Drummond, of course, one of my best friends. And Jay Bromley and Justin Pugh. And the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And I hope that, it you know, this listing will include the Dungies and the Whitners and the Strickland's and, and the whatnot, you know, Zaire Franklin, Jonathan Thomas, Irv Phillips, you know, I, I really, Marquis Spruill, if I didn't say Keese, Jerome Smith, Prince Tyson Gully, Eric Kroom, Art Jones, I hope, and because I just met him recently, Rob Conrad, Marvin Graves, every Monday. Todd Philcox, you know, there, there's, there's, there's just this, I love the, I love the opportunity and the blessing from God. I consider it is a, it, it is a privilege and it was given and I need to appreciate it that I can talk to these kids at 16 years old, 15 years old, and then for the rest of their lives. Like I come in when they're teenagers and talk with them in their recruitment and high school football and this, that, and the other. And then they go to college and I keep in touch with them. And then maybe they go pro and I keep in touch with them or they do something else and I keep in touch with them. And then 20 years after they're done playing football, we're still talking or 10 years or five years or whatever. And I, and I just genuinely love it and I appreciate it. 
you know, shout out to the coaches. Shout out to uh, Charlie Loeb, who played quarterback at Syracuse to back up, you know, for what he's doing in coaching. And the same thing for my guy Darius Kelly and then uh, former SU coaches uh, Joe Adam and DeAndre Smith and Tim Lester and Tim Doust and Jake Moreland. And, you know, it's – there's something beautiful about this family that God helps me to create every day. And so for me to share that conversation I just shared with you with Antoine Cordy, it's so much more than a five-minute conversation. It's the culmination of me seeing a guy come in here from the state of Florida that has been up, down, and around the corner with injuries and does he want to stay and does he want to go, and this staff brought him in, and that's a father figure, and now there's a difference. I have seen so much with Antoine Cordy. I am so incredibly, undeniably proud of him. And I want him to have the greatest culmination of his final time in orange and blue. And then I want him to go kill it in the NFL or whatever the heck he's going to do. They're, the team is 8-2. and two. And there are plenty of guys on this team that have been through everything under the sun that's not great that I can only imagine that they wake up every morning going, is this real? Can this be real? Am I dreaming? It's the greatest feeling in the world. Enjoy it, gentlemen. When you find good things in the world that just don't make sense how good they are, but they are, and it's genuine, and it's real, even though it's hard to believe, if you're one of those people that gets something amazing in your life, wherever you get it, whatever it is, say thank you. Appreciate it. If you cut my group of friends into an eighth, I'd still have the best friends in the world. Seriously. There's so many things to be thankful for in life. So when something comes to you and they do the whole too much, it's too much, it's too good to be true, it's too, it's too, it's too. Sometimes it just works out. Sometimes you get one of the good ones. Sometimes you get to be 8-2 and two with a chance to play Notre Dame and Boston College and what is turning out to be one of the greatest seasons that a Syracuse fan has seen in almost 20 years. So God bless you, gentlemen. And don't you dare stop living in the moment. It's not too good to be true. It's what you make it. So keep smiling. Keep driving. Keep fighting. Because you've got a city behind you that fights every single day. And I believe that there are great people in central and upstate New York and in Syracuse, New York. I am more than proud to call this city my home. I will never hide that. And I'm thankful that you gentlemen who have been through the trenches and have been through hell found your way back. And no matter what happens with the rest of the season, I am personally proud of each and every single one of you. And professionally, I am in your debt that you let me tell your story. Let's take a step aside. We'll be back in a moment. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. 
Gear up with the real deal at Dreisig Apparel. Creating what people are going to see and learn about you before they even meet you. Gear up for what you need for your team, business, or event. To look professional, look good, and feel good, outfit yourself at DreisigApparel.com. That's D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Apparel.com. The only place to gear up with the real deal. What's the universal language of a fan? Clapping your hands. With Fan Hands, the ultimate sports fan accessory, find your team color, slip them on, and start cheering on your favorite team with 11 different colors always in stock on FanHands.com, where you'll find the ultimate sports fan accessory. Real fans wear Fan Hands. Utica Pizza Company spells family. Your family. My family. Their family. The recipes that they have shared with each other throughout the years and have now been so gracious to share them with us. I can sit here and talk with you about all the great things that are on the menu. We'd be here forever. So let me say this. Utica Pizza Company is second to none. And now you can bring it home with you and you can dine in in the restaurant. UticaPizzaCompany.com will give you all the information that you need. And let me say, these Utica Greens... They're the best. Utica Pizza Company. Call them and place your order at 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature sport court where you can enjoy basketball, volleyball, pickleball, soccer, lacrosse, and more year-round in their indoor facility. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. True by Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. I told you we get in some NFL today. We're going to have to save a lot of it for tomorrow, a lot of the uh, storylines and whatnot, just because we got going with the Syracuse Stallions. We talked about food. I'm still hungry. Okay, it hasn't gone away. It's not going <sighs> to. Somebody get me a waffle. So we had a good time with the Syracuse Stallions. And then you got to hear my Q&A with Dino Babers, Eric Dungey, and Kyle Whitner, and then my one-on-one extensive conversation with Antoine Cordy, all of the Syracuse Orange football program, who's 8-2 and two with two games to go, and a bowl game after that. So now we are here just a few minutes, a few steps outside the ingredients to success. So we have a few minutes to talk about the NFL, and we will do that. And then we're going to move forward, and we're, we will be discussing, uh, you know, on tomorrow's show – a lot's coming up. So I'm going to have uh, half of the American Athletic Conference. On the broadcast. So we will be featuring on tomorrow's broadcast. I'm very excited for the opportunity as always. Love speaking with the American Athletic. So we're looking to have Commissioner Mike Oresco on the show tomorrow. He is no stranger to the broadcast. Comes on multiple times every season. And so he will... Hopefully be with us tomorrow. You'll also hear from 
Josh Heupel, the head coach of the UCF Knights. You'll hear from Jeff Collins, the head coach of the Temple Owls. You'll hear from the Cincinnati Bearcats head coach Luke Fickle, the South Florida Bulls head coach Charlie Strong, and you'll also hear from Mike Norvell, the Memphis Tigers head coach, will all be joining me on the show, and the Tulane Green Wave head coach Willie Fritz will be on the show as well. So half of the American Athletic Conference and hopefully the commissioner, Mike Oresco, of the American Athletic Conference will be on the show tomorrow. And on top of all of that, we will get into the NFL storylines that we don't get into today. So plenty to discuss, plenty to talk about, and very excited about the opportunity, as always, to share with you the airwaves of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. So with that being said, today is the deadline for Le'Veon Bell. It is November 13th, and it is the moment of truth, essentially, as it's been said. At 4 p.m. Eastern time today, if he does not report to the Pittsburgh Steelers, today, Tuesday, November 13th, by 4 p.m. Eastern time, he will have given up $14.5 million. And I did the math on the show last week and made it very clear to you that if you work Let's say you make, now this is before taxes, okay? This is before taxes, and that's important. So let's say you make $100,000 a year, and you work for 50 years. That's $5 million before taxes. He was going to get paid $14.5 million for 16 weeks, okay? If you divide that, This is crazy. This is this is just insane to me. $14.5 million that he would make in one year. 16 weeks. That's almost a million dollars a week. Where if you work and make $100,000 before taxes for 50 years, you will make $5 million, but you'll never see $5 million. So you, you think about the grand scheme of things. He was going to make more money in a year than people will see in a lifetime. And it wasn't in a year. It was in 16 weeks. It wasn't even It wasn't even in half a year. Now you can count training camp and this, that, whatever. But, in, but the reality of it all is it's 16 weeks of 52 weeks that he would make $14.5 million before taxes. You work 50 years at $100,000, you make $5 million in 50 years, and you don't get to see it all because of taxes. And he might be leaving all of that on the table. June 2016. There was a potential drug suspension that could have happened. Bell said he's not negotiating with the Steelers. July 2016. Bell released the rap song Focus. And his rap alias name is Juice. He said, quote, I'm at the top, and if not, I'm the clo- I'm the closest. I'm a I'm a need fifteen a year and they know this, end quote, which he wrapped. Fifteen million dollar salary. And it was fourteen and a half this year. You're really gonna complain about five hundred thousand dollars when you make more money than people will see in a lifetime? And how many people make a hundred thousand dollars a year on top of that? August twenty first, twenty sixteen. He gets a three game suspension. He said, quote, I already apologized to my teammates, my coaches, my Steeler Nation. I'm sincerely sorry about everything I put everybody through. It's been frustrating. I owe and I own up to everything. It's all my fault, and I can't blame nobody else for that, end quote. 
December 28, 2016. He got the team MVP award. He says, quote, obviously I want to be a Pittsburgh Steeler, so obviously we're going to try to do everything it takes to make that happen, end quote. Ben Roethlisberger agrees at that time. February 27, 2017. First franchise tag from the Steelers on Bell. It's worth $12.12 million. May 23, 2017. Bell doesn't show up for OTAs, organized team activities. He was recovering from a knee injury. Couldn't practice, but still wasn't there. He said, quote, I'm not worried about the chemistry, but I wish he'd be here just because he's one of the pieces to our puzzle is what Roethlisberger said. Quote, I know he can't participate because I don't think he's 100% healthy, but it would be nice to see him here just in terms of the chemistry and learning and being a part of the process, but obviously it's up to him, end quote. July 17, 2017. Franchise tag deadline passes. Bell doesn't sign a deal. Now he's franchise tagged. He says, quote, I feel I should be valued as a player, not so much my position. Hopefully down the line I can get valued at, not as much a guy who gets the ball 30 carries and that's it. I make plays in the passing game, blocking, doing everything. I'm arguably the top running back in the NFL and the number two receiver on the Steelers, even though I play running back. Their career receiving total versus mine, they don't have more yards than me. End quote. September 4th, 2017. Misses training camp. Ends his holdout, goes to the Steelers for the first practice. The Monday of the first game of the season for 2017-18. October 9th, 2017. Bell says they need to stick with the run and it's, quote, a formula for winning. After he ran 15 carry, after he went 15 carries for 47 yards. January 12th, 2018. Bell says he would sit out the 2018 season or even retire if the Steelers give him the franchise tag for a second year. Quote, just got the numbers straight. Just get the numbers straight exactly where we want them. I'm not going to settle for anything, end quote. He says this the Thursday of the week that Jacksonville comes into town for the AFC divisional game that the Steelers ended up losing at home. Quote, I know what I do and what I bring to the table. I'm not going out here getting the ball 400 times, but I'm not getting what I'm field I'm valued at, end quote. January 24, 2018, less than two weeks later. He teases a long-term deal. Quote, we are a lot closer than we were last year, end quote. February 28, 2018. General manager, Kevin, general manager of the Steelers, Kevin Colbert, addresses the status of Bell from the NFL scouting combine. He says, quote, I don't like to get into too much detail. I could say this, though. I'm optimistic that we could find common ground. Those things are never final until they're final, end quote. He said it was nobody's goal to use the tag. March 6, 2018. Steelers tag Bell on the last day of the exclusive window. Tag is worth $14.5 million. Bell says, quote, we're not coming to a number we both agree on. They are too low, or I guess I feel I'm too high. I'm playing for strictly my value to the team. That's what I'm asking, end quote. The previous deal was $13.3 million that was offered. They came up a little bit. It wasn't enough. He said, quote, I just have to decide if I'm going to play when the time comes, end quote. 
March 29th, 2018. The cryptic tweet came out from Le'Veon Bell. It's so hard to be a hero in a city that paints you out to be the villain. May 24, 2018. This is a very long list. This is like the rap sheet of Adam Pacman Jones when I was reading off like everything he's ever done that he's been charged for. May 24th, and, and obviously it's different. I'm just saying it's a long timeline. May 24th, 2018. Steelers go through OTAs for the second season without Bell. Waiting, 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 waiting. May 25th, 2018. Bell releases another rap track, Target, a three-plus-minute song that addresses his feelings. So they put me on the tag, all right, definitely not going to trip like I that bad guy. Wonder why they treat me like that bad guy, like the bad guy. You say ain't the best, but that's a bad lie. I'm going to do what I want, just leave me alone. If I don't do what you want, then you want me gone. I'm going to say... I'm going to say you being real aggressive the way you switch up on me real impressive. July 16th, 2018, Steelers and Bell fail to reach a deal by the 4 p.m. Eastern time deadline, so he has to play on the franchise tag if he wants to play at all, $14.5 million. July 17th, 2018. Still don't have a deal. Bakari says the the agent, Adisa Bakari, on July 17th, 2018, says the guaranteed money was a sticking point. Quote, the Steelers have a unique way of structuring deals. These contracts are not fully guaranteed. Le'Veon plays a position that has one of the shortest lifespans of the league. We have to focus on the guarantee. It's safe to say he'll get a guarantee as a free agent that is more traditional and he'll pr- be protected for the balance of his career. End quote. Before that, on July 16th, there was a report that the final offer was $70 million over five years. Bell tweeted to fans that he was sorry they were let down. Both sides tried to execute a deal. July 25th, 2018, Los Angeles Rams running back Todd Gurley gets a four-year $57.5 million extension. It includes his fifth-year option and average around $11.5 million per year with that season in account. He got $21.95 million in signing. August 23rd, 2018. Nobody knows what's going on. Marquise Pouncey says, quote, I wish I knew. August 28th, 2018. Bell responds to a report that he indicated that he was coming to week one, calling it, quote, unquote, fake news. I never said anything to no one, end quote. September 3rd, 2018. Marquise Pouncey says Bell's going to show up on Wednesday. Pouncey said he wasn't told that directly, but he was going off of a feeling based on the competitor that Pouncey knows well. He never showed up. On September 5th, 2018, Bakari, his agent, makes media appearances saying his client must protect his long-term health. Multiple teammates rip Bell after practice. And I read a bunch of those to you earlier on. Raymond Foster had him as Where's Waldo? On his Twitter account. September 8th, 2018. Bell missed out on his first $855,000 game check off the franchise tag. September 9th, Bell's replacement, James Conner, had 192 total yards in his first NFL start. And has been good ever since. September 17th, 2018. 
Bell spotted on a jet ski in South Florida. And on October 1st, 2018, Bell spoke publicly about his holdout for the first time. Said he's playing in 2018, doesn't expect to be traded, expects the team to transition, tag him in 2019, still wants to be a Steeler long-term. He says, quote, I miss football. When I do go back, I plan to give it my all. I still want to go out there and win a Super Bowl with the Steelers, end quote. October 22nd, the day after my birthday, he doesn't show up for the Monday of Week 8, despite the original plans allegedly to do so. October 30th, the trade deadline passes, ensuring that Bell cannot be traded this season. November 6, 2018, a day after he tweeted farewell Miami, he was spotted playing basketball at the L.A. Fitness Gym in a North Pittsburgh suburb. The story didn't do much of anything, though. November 7th, Bell had an upside-down tweet six days before the deadline that said, I'm not apologizing for what I believe. I'm reading this upside-down. And I'm realizing that I can do this, and I'm very proud of myself. Upside down and backwards. So it says, I'm not apologizing for what I believe is right for myself, family, and the rest of my peers, period. Also, if you're really finding the time to figure out what I'm saying, you've proved my point. Whatever the hell that means. November 8th, 2018. Roethlisberger tells the media he won't comment on players who aren't there. November 10th, 2018, just a couple days ago, Bell's quote-unquote cone of silence is leaving people feeling that he'll not show up today. So today is November 13th, 2018. If he does not show up, report, and sign his franchise tag by 4 p.m. Eastern time today, this man will have given up more money than you than many of us will ever see in a lifetime and will not be playing football this season. Put that into perspective. $14.5 million and off the table and no football for Le'Veon Bell. Sounds like ingredients to an unsuccessful career. We'll talk about the ingredients to success right after this. This is a wake-up call fast break. Having peace of mind when you're out of town that your furry-loving friend is safe and sound means taking them to Canine Campground because we all know that when it comes to the love of our pets, it goes well beyond the call of duty to make sure they're safe and sound. Right, Lily? So take a ride to 242 Johnson Street in East Syracuse, New York, and see Canine Campground and where your dog will be staying, in the classic cabin, the executive cabin, the grand cabin, or of course, the luxury cabin, because if you know Lily, you know she loves luxury. Now you don't have to wait to the last minute to find a family member or a friend that'll take your dog for a few days. Call Canine Campground at 315-299-4013. That's 315-299-4013. Their drop-off and pickup times are Monday through Sunday. Check K9Campground.com for more information. That's the letter K, the number 9, and campground spelled with a K.com. K9Campground.com. 
gmail.com. When you're going out of town, bring your dog to canine camp around. Consistency is, well, consistently hard to find. Unless you head to 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, the home of the Penn and Trophy Center, who has been serving us Central and Upstate New Yorkers, as well as beyond, for decades. The Penn and Trophy Center on 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, gives you an amazing and unique way to customize a memory today. Say it with the Penn and Trophy Center. Be it an Employee of the Month award, a sports award, something for your business, engraving for your family, your loved ones, anniversaries, birthday parties, and so much more, including remembering somebody who served in the military. Say it with the Penn and Trophy Center. 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York. The definition of consistency is Penn and Trophy. Browse their products on penandtrophy.com. That's penandtrophy.com. And call them for more information at 315-422-8797. That's 315-422-8797. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue, in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315-487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature Top It breakfast bar with over 30 different toppings to personalize the most important meal of the day, all complimentary with your stay. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. True by Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCall. DT, we're here in the final part of Tuesday's broadcast, and typically we do it right around 10.50 a.m., but we were talking about the Le'Veon Bell timeline that's a year and a half old. And I, well, I shouldn't say a year and a half old. It, no, no, it is a year and a half old. It was probably two years old. But uh, what I meant by that is it's very long and crazy and drawn out and just ridiculous. And if he doesn't show up today, well, then I guess see you never Le'Veon Bell type of thing. So... We'll have to see what the heck is going to be going on here 
Oh my goodness. I don't know. I just don't know with Le'Veon Bell. I know that Pittsburgh Steelers fans, most of them that, that I've talked to, are over it. They don't care to know him. God bless me. The team is in first place inside of their division and of the AFC North. You know, the team is in first place. They're in good shape. And James Conner's doing what he needs to do. Le'Veon Bell just looks like a drama queen right now. I understand that he wants to make money, but take the $14.5 million, which is more money than some people see in a lifetime, and then tell the Steelers during the season, I'll take this money, we'll do the franchise tag, we'll try and win a championship together, and then please let me go after this. I'll do, a, I'll do you a favor by signing this franchise tag if you promise to let me go. You know, trade me, let me go, let me live, let me this, let me that. So, I mean, you know what I mean? It's just find a way. Find a way. When you're dealing with somebody you don't want to deal with and trying to compromise and find common ground with someone who you think is crazy or totally off or in a different world than you or doesn't care about you, you have to speak their language. To the best of your ability, you have to speak their language to get what you want, to get out of the situation that you don't want to be in find a way to speak their language. Le'Veon Bell and the Steelers just want to say what they I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. Come back. Think about what the other side wants. You might not want to give it to them, but figure out a way to give them something that will get them off your back and move forward. If I'm Le'Veon Bell, I would take the $14.5 million. I'd play my heart out this year. I wouldn't lose a year of football. I'd make some money. I'd take care of my family. I'd do what I got to do, and I would find a way to part with the Steelers amicably. Because the Steelers can't do anything. I mean, they can franchise or transition, but they can't do anything after that. So, And you're going to make the money. You're going to make the money. You're going to be able to play. You're going to get out there. You're going to do great things. But the position that Le'Veon Bell is in right now, the team is successful without you. The team has a good running back in James Conner. The team has Juju Smith-Schuster and Vance McDonald and Jesse James and Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger and an offensive line that could do some good things with DeCastro and Foster and Pouncey and so on and so forth. The defense is doing what they need to do to win games. The special teams are doing what they need to do to win games. So where it stands right now is that he has no leg to stand on. So if I'm Le'Veon Bell, this is the ingredients to, to no success. This is the unsuccessful ingredients. Find common ground. The Steelers have to find a way to speak to you and and help you to move forward and give a little, even though they don't want to. And you have to do the same, Le'Veon, because I'm not saying anybody's right in this situation anymore. It's a bad marriage that's not working out. So you can sit there and scream at each other forever, or you can find a way to amicably part ways. It may not be everything that you want. It may not be as good as you want it. It may not be something that you you appreciate or really want to deal with. But at the end of the day, if it gets the person out of your hair and out of your life and out of your this and out of your that, why not do it? Find peace. Find peace. Because the longer they fight over this stuff, it's just a waste of time. It's a waste of time for Le'Veon Bell. And it's a waste of time for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But the difference between Le'Veon and the Steelers is they're playing their season. They didn't stop their life because of this dispute. 
they continue to move forward and go into the next chapter of their life and write a new book. Le'Veon's still on the last chapter of the last book and can't finish it. So if I'm Le'Veon Bell, realize something. The Steelers aren't getting what they want out of you. You're not getting what you want out of them. But they are succeeding and they are living and they are thriving and they are moving forward. They're winning in this whole thing. Because despite the fact that you want to hold them back and despite the fact that you want to make this bigger than it needs to be, they're moving on. So, Le'Veon, if you don't show up today by 4 p.m. Eastern time, enjoy watching the rest of the season from your couch. If you are that difficult to deal with, then if I'm the Steelers, I don't care if I don't get anything for you anymore. It's just peace of mind. It's peace of mind. That's what it is at the end of the day. It's taking care of yourself. It's taking care of your loved ones. It's taking care of your health. It's taking care of what matters and getting the people out of your hair that are creating the negative, stressful situations in your life. Simple as that. With that being said, those are the ingredients to success. <laughs> those are the ingredients to success. They really are. The ingredients to success because, in all honesty, we deal with people all the time, right? We all deal with each other. Some of us are, are easy to work with. Some of us are not. Some of us are fun to work with. Some of us are not. Some of us, you know, can can compromise and can live in a world and coexist with other people. And some of us struggle that to find that the world is not, you know, all about us and nobody else. So my word of advice to you and to everybody is live your life to the fullest. Give all that you can. Be the best that you can. And... Speak the language of the person that you really don't want to talk to to get done what you need to get done. Because at the end of the day, your peace of mind is more important than your constant back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And this Le'Veon Bell issue is something that other people can connect with. This Le'Veon pain is you can look and connect with something like this. You can see this. Because it happens in life all the time. Don't get yourself stuck in a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm, 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 don't do that. Look at what Le'Veon Bell has done to his career. Look at what he's done to his bank account. Look at what he's done to his life. I'm not saying the Steelers are amazing. I'm not saying the Steelers are the place that he needs to be at. I'm not saying that by any stretch of the imagination. But I would not be playing this game with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would not be playing this game with anybody. You find an amicable way to move forward. Or else you're stuck. And who, at the end of the day, really wants to be stuck? Le'Veon doesn't want to be with them. They don't necessarily want to be with him. So find a way to say goodbye where everybody can be happy. Stop holding on. What's it worth? Here's your money, Le'Veon. Have a great day.
Oh, I want draft picks for Le'Veon. I want this. I want that. I want this. I want that. I want this. I want that. Oh, and then Le'Veon. I don't want to be traded here and here. Don't even deal with that anymore. Let him go. If I were the Steelers, I would just let him go. Well, Dan, what if you have to face Le'Veon Bell? Well, then I guess I have to face Le'Veon Bell. I guess I have to go up against him. Oh, well. That sucks, but I'll figure it out. I know all of his tendencies, so why can't I beat him? Don't cry over spilled milk and be good to each other. Those are your ingredients to success. It's 11-13 on 11-13, so I'm going to end the show right now. God bless you all. Have a great day, and I will see you tonight for, for live trivia this Tuesday and every Tuesday at 7 p.m. at the Press Room Pub, 220 Harrow Place at Syracuse, New York. And on tomorrow's show, you will hear from, hopefully, the commissioner of the American Athletic Conference, half of the American Athletic Conference coaches, including both coaches that will be in College Game Day with Cincinnati and Central Florida. College Game Day this weekend in Orlando on Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time on ABC. You will see UCF host Cincinnati. I spoke with both of those coaches, as well as Memphis, Tulane. Spoke with them uh, South Florida and had the opportunity to speak with Temple as well. So you'll hear from all of them on the broadcast tomorrow. We'll get into more NFL storylines and topics that are meaningful and pertinent to what's going on in our lives. Drive safely, be careful, be good to yourself, and be good to one another. And please always, 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 always know this. Not everybody in life is going to be easy to deal with. And I'm coming off of this Le'Veon Bell thing, right? I'm, I'm connecting it. Not everybody in life is easy to deal with. Some people are really good liars. Some people are non-confrontational. Some people are very confrontational. No matter who you're dealing with and what you're doing, try your hardest to take care of yourself, take your emotions out of it, find your peace, do what needs to be done to part ways, and move forward. It's not a loss to you. You're not taking an L if you don't yell in their face. You're not taking an L if you don't seek revenge, and get back at them for whatever. You win the ultimate war when you find a way to say, you know what, my ego needs to be taken out of this, and I just need to do what I got to do to get rid of this hostage hostage situation. Because that's what the Steelers and, and, and Le'Veon Bell is now, and it's not worth it. So do better. Utica Pete's company, and it's a Utica thing, Make sure you check them out. It's a Utica thing. Riggy sauces, the Madanad, as well as the famous tomato pie, and their pepper, as well as their dressing, is all available throughout the state of New York. You can find it at Price Chopper, Spira's, Nichols, Beacon Skiff, Stewart Shops, and so many more places locally here in central and upstate New York. And you can always go to Utica Pete's Company at 628 South Main Street, North Syracuse, New York. Get the wake-up call number one pick, which is the Chicken Riggy Pizza. You can call ahead 314 315 214-3060. It's 315-214-3060. You call ahead. You let them know that I want some chicken riggy pizza. Wake up call number one pick, chicken riggy. Make sure that they, and they will put it in for you and you will be able to go up there, pick up the whole pie or get a few slices. So if you want it in the window, call ahead. 315-214-3060. Hey, what's up? This is Bob. I want that wake up call chicken riggy pizza. Great. How many slices? I'm going to take two. Perfect. We'll see you in a few minutes. And then you'll go there and get your slices and have yourself a merry old day.
Utica Pizza Company. It's a Utica thing. Thank you so much for the ingredients to success. And thank you to each and every single one of you. And God bless you. We're proud to be fueled by Monster Energy and Syracuse Stallions tickets. Make sure you go out and buy them. Lehigh Valley at Syracuse is the next home game, November 18th of 2018. 6 p.m. is the game. You can purchase tickets right now by going to SyracuseStallions.com. God bless. Be good. Find us on Twitter at CallDT, Instagram at WakeUpCall underscore DT, and on Facebook at WakeUpCallDT. Always on WakeUpCallDT.com and over a 1,000 shows on WakeUpCallDT.Podbean.com. God bless. Be good. Enjoy the snow. And find something positive today out of something negative. That's my test for you. Find something positive today out of something negative. And have a great day.